do the thing. Welcome everybody back to We Talk Film. I'm your host, as always, Barry, joined as always by Clayton. How are you going, Clayton? Hello, Barry. How I are you, the... buddy? It feels I'm like good. forever. It, it Even though it was been, only a week ago. It has been a long <laughs> week. Okay. This week it's been has a been a very long like, week. It felt like four weeks. Um, because, it did. Yeah. It did. In a whole four really- weeks, we've managed to find ourselves <laughs> in a brand new year and a brand new oh. season of We Talk Film. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, this is season two. If, for anyone that's wondering, season two. We're still here. We have we're had still more seasons here. than the Cleveland show. Wow. We're doing really well. <laughs> we're doing well. Hey, I thought, season, I thought Cleveland Show got like three seasons. Oh, okay, never mind. I, we got more seasons than I thought the Cleveland Show had, which is what the <laughs> Cleveland Show probably should have had. Uh, so probably, we're back probably. for Let's a second honest. season. Yeah, we're back. We're back Bigger, for better, a second season. Bolder. Uh, is that our tag? We need a tagline. We, we tag tagline? Yeah, we, what's our like, we talk tag our, like show tagline? We talk film. And then it needs, it needs uh, a line. It needs something. We oh, talk man. film. Is that also the Filmy tag? stuff. <laughs> Filmy stuff. Second season. Oh, you know Second how they do season. That? Like the seasons of a show, every few seasons, they have like a different tagline. It'll be like Gotham, he's back or something. And it's like season four. It's yeah, like that's we our talk tag, film. Like, Filmy season things. Two. Gotham, he's back. <laughs> no, we're not talking about Gotham. My God, we're talking about... A different superhero show today. We're talking about season oh, yes, two we are. of What If. Oddly fitting, considering this is the second season of our show, and we're talking about the second season of another show. Season of, it's exactly. Wacky. You know, showception. Not? A lot but, of season yeah. twos. Showception. Here oh, we go. Jesus Christ. Before we get into season two of What If, though, we're going to kick it over to the news. First news story of the year. Mm-mm. Take it away, Clayton. Well... Even though it felt like it's been 27 billion weeks in between episodes, not a lot has happened in the news. Um, mostly announcements. So the first thing that I would like to announce is that The Boys Season 4 has a release date. It is coming on June 13th on Prime Video. So anyone with Amazon is going to yeah! be waiting to check that out. I'm sure it's going to be good. The what? Boys hasn't had a bad season. They've had bad moments, but they have not had a yeah. bad season. Even the spinoff which was entirely new yep. to the universe, was really good. So I'm so excited for season four of the show. It's oh, amazing. yeah. It's going to be I good. Have, I have all three seasons of it behind me in my little TV show collection over there near Spider-Man. Nice, that, nice, nice. It's so good. Very rarely do I collect a show and The Boys is one of them. So I'm, I'm very excited. How about you, Barry? Oh, yeah. No, I'm very much looking forward to season four of The Boys ever since um or the end of season three and then they did gen v and Mm -hmm, i was like mm -hmm. i want more i want more i want more butcher just give me more butcher (laughs) i love that character so much (laughs) oh and we're gonna get lots by the looks of it i mean considering how gen v ended it's gonna be insane oh okay moving away from the boys over to marvel uh the thunderbolts got some news um that's kind of marvel suicide squad team the villains put together and they yada yada anyway they're getting a movie um, with a bunch of people in it. Steven Yoon was supposed to be in it uh, as the Sentry, but unfortunately he's had to step away from that role due to scheduling conflicts, so Marvel are going to look for someone else to fill that role uh, for that movie. But he still wants to do another one. He wants to play another character. He's down to do anything. 
Um, yep. I don't know yep. how excited you are for Thunderbolts and Sentry as a character. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, sure, why not? He's yeah. gonna be somewhere in there at some point. The whole mm-hmm. like side of Marvel things at the moment, we'll talk about this probably later after today's episode and stuff like that. It's a bit of a mess at the moment, what's going on at Marvel, and we're not sure what's actually going with the live action side of things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see what uh, happens. I don't think Marvel are sure either, because like you said, people are stepping away from this movie. Um, there's a bunch of issues scheduling. It seems to be the least of their worries. I'm sure they can find another yep. actor to fill the role of Sentry. But Steven Yoon as an actor is amazing. He obviously voices Mark in, in the Invincible show. And he does a really good mm-hmm. job as the flying around superhero. So something like that would be really cool. Um, a bunch of fans have speculated that he would make a great Mr. Negative if they do a Spider-Man movie with something like him in it. Ooh. And I feel yeah, like that'd... that that's probably the best fan casting I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah. I wouldn't mind him at Mr. Negative at all. Oh, hell no. They can do a really good Mr. Negative. Ever since the 2018 Spider-Man game, I've fell in love with Mr. Negative, so I would love for Spider-Man 4 or 5 or whatever to adapt that sort of story with Steven Yeun, who's an amazing actor. I feel like that could work really well. Um, So Marvel, hopefully they're taking notes from fans. Yeah, they they listen to this podcast all the time. They're avid listeners. He He messages me every single day. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just like, I don't know what we're doing over here, man. He's like, give me some advice. We got all the yep. shit going down at the moment. <laughs> no, that's true. He was doing that to me, but I had to block him. He was getting annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't care, Mr. Feige, leave me alone. And he's like, me with Marvel. Hey, have no, you got Mr. James Gunn's phone number? <laughs> and then he cried. He, he sent me a voice message and stopped crying. No. Yep, yep. <laughs> Okay. All right. Moving away to something completely random. Um, as we all know, Robin Williams, the late great actor, had a daughter named of Zelda, and she is releasing her first ever feature film called Lisa Frankenstein. And we've gotten a first look at that, a trailer uh, for that movie starring Catherine Newton and Cole Sprouse. And uh, mm, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah. I, I saw the trailer, well, I watched like 30 mm. seconds of it, that I was just like, I have better things to watch and spend my <laughs> next two I minutes will, on. I, yeah. uh, I watched the entire <laughs> thing. It had some funny moments, but I feel like that they're in the trailer, that's all that the movie's going to have funny moments-wise. It feels yeah, yeah. kind of, eh. I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah, kinda, we'll eh. see when the movie comes out. That's like um, a lot more now when I see previews for movies and stuff like that. If it piques my interest, I'll watch it. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll check it out. I like, obviously, her father, so I'm keen to see what she can bring to that table, whether, I don't know, fulfilling yeah, yeah. that sort of role in some way or just doing her own thing. Um, yeah. But, I don't know. We'll see. It might end up being good. Who see. We'll, we'll see. see. Uh, okay, but speaking of things that look good, okay, we got another little teaser trailer. For a Netflix animated show this time, we got a trailer for Arcane Season 2. Just a little 20-second yes. teaser, and it's all that it needed to get me hyped, because this looks really yep. good. Oh, man. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> season 1 oh, of no, Arcane. I'm like, so looking oh, forward man. to next season of Arcane. <laughs> 100%. I read the screenplay to that entire show. Like, it's Damn, so Damn, that's dedication. Because <laughs> it, it's so good. I love the writing yeah. in it, and... Already, season two looks miles ahead of everything else Netflix has done the past year and a half. It's like, 
This is insane. I can't wait. Well, that's the thing, because when did season one of Arcane Ooh, come it out? It's been a while two, now. Two years? Two years, I think. 2021. Yeah. It came three, out. Yeah. So it'll be three years because it's November that season two is coming out. So it'll be around three yeah, years. Yeah, they would have like started working on the animation probably like a couple years or a few years yeah, beforehand yeah, yeah. already on that. So yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's been a long time. To get season it, two. It has. So. It has. But it, it feels like worth it. It definitely feels like oh, yeah. people are yeah. okay with that as well. I mean, Invincible went through a similar thing where there was a gap of like two and a half years between season one and two. People were starting yep. to get annoyed, but they're okay with it because it turned out good. Um, And I'm all for things not being rushed if they turn out good. So Yes, yes. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm very excited to check that out. We'll definitely be covering that on the show. When we get around to it in November, near the end of season two of We Talk Film, Jesus, <laughs> Barry, should be in our honourable mentions for the, the oh. our next year's award ceremony. This, I mean, this year's award ceremony now. That's right, it's 2024 now. I have yeah, to remember oh, that. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, we're doing more of those. If you haven't listened to our awards episode, that was pretty fun. Uh, go, definitely go check that out. Our season capper. Um, yes, yes. But considering this is a new season. This is a new, new us, new we, new film, new we talk, new film we talk about. We talk about films. Yeah, new, new vocabulary yes. between us. New, new vocabulary. Yes, it's very much the same thing. We're going to start speaking in tongues now. Yeah, what are we doing today, Barry? Well, today, as we said earlier, we are going to talk about a very cool animated show that came out over Christmas time and everything like that, but we didn't talk about um, until now. So here's my little clip oh. for today's section. I've been looking for you for a long time. Time, 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 time. Just be careful. I don't think I can bear to narrate what might happen next. So, yes, that Ooh. is What If Season 2. Um, yeah. Obviously, yeah, we haven't really talked about Season 1 on this show at all before, but we'll talk about that later. But we're mainly here for Season 2 because we're celebrating our Season 2 of the show, and why not hit it off with a recent show done by Marvel that was absolutely amazing and some of the better stuff they've done in recent years, and I loved every single episode and every single second watching these episodes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that's I fair. suppose we'll start off with... Season oh, two, man. episode one, which is what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? Um, so yeah, Nebula sets out to prove her detective chops where she's recruited to join the Nova Corps. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on takes on this okay, one? Okay, first, first of thing, why are you saying corpse? It's it's core corpse. Like there's, you don't pronounce <laughs> yeah, like. It's core. <laughs> All right, I'm reading a thing here. Yeah, it's just got corpse. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's pronounced core. Nova core. Like, oh, Nova core. I thought it was corpse. Yeah, but Nova it's spelt like that. C O R P S, but it's pronounced core. It's an army. Well, term. Nova core. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so season two kicks it off with an, an episode that's Blade Runner inspired. It's a very neo-noir detective story starring some of our favorite characters from the MCU in a weird, weird little setting because the show does yes. that. It, it basically asks the question, what if? And then it gives us a random 
a random thing. Like, every episode is different. It, it's insane. Ever since season one gave us some really cool things. Like this one. What if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? It, it presents a cool question and it answers it in a fun way. <laughs> but I, I will say yeah. that um, I, I think I preferred the first season of this show to the second season. Mostly because I felt like some of the writing this time held it back a bit. But we've also got to take into consideration that this was a COVID project, entirely COVID project. So, Oh, yeah, I'm, and was I'm also sure, yeah. a lot of the elements of season two were already in production while season one was being made. Well, yeah. Um, so they both kind of tie into one another as well with yeah, the stories and what they were working on and stuff like that. So. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so this episode, um, what happens in it? Nova solves a mystery. So basically, uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, um, the planet where the Nova Corps are, which I always forget, uh, where the first Guardians film took Xandar. place. Is it a- that's right. Xandar, that's yeah. it. Basically, in an alternate reality of our own, the Guardians aren't aren't a thing. Yeah. Um, they n- were never formed or whatever, and Xandar basically gets sealed away from the rest of the universe. Um, because of uh, impending attack, attack? Yeah, from, Ronan. Um, from Ronan the Accuser. That's right. Uh, so basically, yeah. yeah, they sealed themselves away, so he can't attack them, but the only thing problem with that is that they're sealed off from the rest of the universe and they all have to live in a society with one another now. And somehow <laughs> Nebula, at that time, she's found herself signed up part of the Nova Corps and being, yeah, basically turned into like a Blade Runner detective Blade um, Runner. type <laughs> episode. She's she's a Blade Runner. She's um. Rick Deckard. Yeah. She's basically Deckard from Blade Runner. Yeah, um, and then, yeah. Definitely. In she the has vibe. to, I think, because, yeah, Yondu, at the beginning of the episode, he gets he, murdered he by someone. Yeah, he dies. Right. Someone kills also him. Also voiced by Michael Rooker. He actually came back to do the voicing. A lot of the people, the characters. Yeah. He came back to die. A lot of the people that um obviously do the voices for the animated characters actually are the actors yeah. portraying them in real life, which it's is almost really cool all of them as well. It, seem, it seems to be just like, uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. that don't come back. It seems like for the most part, yeah, everyone and also else... um, Tom Holland as well. Like he didn't come yeah. back for Spider Man. I was like, that's weird. Was there a, <laughs> a Spider Man in this season? Not this season. No. no, 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 no. But yeah, for the first season, he didn't. First season, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, no. Um, but for this season, it's most of them except for your Iron Man and your Captain America. Everything else is voiced by the real people. Yeah, at least what I saw, I couldn't see anyone else that wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Which is always um, cool. Yeah, it is very cool. And it's always cool to see, um, especially having like the real actors' voices. And it's just more of an additional version of their character, essentially. So it's just yeah. like, it's just cool to see more of their character. And we actually got to see like a different side to Nebula a bit more because this was her mm-hmm. first time leading um, an episode or leading something um, yeah. in anything really Marvel where she was the main character of it the entire time. And yeah, yeah. basically, she has to figure out, investigate who killed Yondo, Yondu. And there's a whole murder mystery plot behind it all. She meets Groot. Groot's there. That's um, right. And Howard with the Duck. Howard the Duck. He's the psych- voiced I by love Seth, Howard the Seth Duck. Green. Yeah. Anything with um, Howard the Duck is great. Korg <laughs> is also there, also voiced by Taika Waititi. Um, That's right. Jude Law is also in this episode as That's Yon right. Rog. We forget he basically that he like, was. A he thing. was in <laughs> the original Captain Marvel film. Yeah. That's and I, I was really looking thing. forward to that movie because it was Jude Law in that movie. And then I went to go see I was like, they wasted such a great actor. <laughs> Don't worry. He's back. Jude Law is back. He's back. He's in it for about two minutes in this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's about it. And then there's this whole big plot where basically Nova Prime 
lady. She was behind it all, and yeah, she wants right. um, thingy oh, to yeah. attack the 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 planet and everything like that because they made a deal or a bargain or something yeah. like that. And then Nebula's is like, no, I'm taking control of the AIs and stuff like that because it was kind of like mixed with um Ghost in the Shell a bit in a few scenes. Yeah, a little bit. I was bit. Just like, oh, this is this is kind of cool. It was definitely inspired by that stuff, but I I think the episode just kind of fell flat towards the end. And I feel like that's yeah, common yeah. with a lot of these is because they're, they're half an hour. Uh, everything, it's trying to condense a two-hour Marvel movie into half an hour. So it, yeah. it, everything feels a bit rushed. But as like like standard entertainment, chuck this on and enjoy it. If you're a Marvel fan, I, I really enjoy it. I like it. Oh, but, yeah. yeah it, they, they definitely do fell, fall a little bit short. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's, okay, so should we go on to the next episode then? Because not much Go on to the next episode. One. Yeah, okay. that's basically about it. They they saved the day. Everyone's hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. And, and Nebula is like, yeah, charge of everything yeah. now. And she's like, Blade Runner. I'm gonna shoot um, the replicants now. <laughs> Jared Leto randomly shows up as well. It's it's amazing. <laughs> wacky, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wacky. But maybe that's <laughs> okay. that's in season three of What If Jared Leto rocks up. <laughs> <laughs> could be right. Uh, it could be. They could Morbius. do Morbius. They could do. <laughs> Stuff like that. They have that's a, that's the thing. Can we talk about that before we get a second episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that they could include all of these other characters that we don't see MCU wise, and yeah. and they're not. I feels like there's definitely some opportunity there for some stuff. Like have a Morbius episode, or even like I don't know, like Moon Knight or Werewolf by Night. Some characters that we have only seen once. It feels definitely just the main guys getting the spotlight, especially this season. For yes, the most part. yes, very much. Yeah. Which is a bit of a shame. Again, another little disappointing thing, but not not a bad thing because I like all these characters. But it's it's kind of disappointing. So second episode is what if Peter Quill attacked Earth's mightiest heroes? And this was great. I liked this one a lot. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. Now I'm starting yeah. to remember this one. Now I'm looking through the pictures. This was like set in the 1980s, yeah, where yeah, yeah Peter a, Quill was, was so a kid. Cool. Yeah, he was. Um, and everybody else was not in it because it was the original Avengers kind of. If, yeah. if they had to assemble. Um, so, yeah. So, you want to give us the rundown of the episode? Yeah. So, basically, uh, you have... Whoa! A new team of heroes when Ego and his son Peter Quill launch an attack on Earth to spread Ego's expansion. The new Avengers' only hope is for Hank Pym? Oh, yep. he's, he's Pym. Yeah. And Pym. his daughter Hope to turn against son against his father Ego. Otherwise, it will overwhelm Earth. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this is basically the storyline. What if um, Peter Quill met his dad? Mm-hmm. Like, the original plan was meant to go and everything like that, and Ego started taking over the universe and everything like that. Um, that's basically <laughs> yeah. the, the big plot line of it all. And then, yeah, we have um, Michael Douglas returning as Hank Pym, Haley yep. Atwell as Peggy Carter, mm-hmm. John Slattery as Howard Stark, right. um, Chris Hemsworth as for- Thor, Sebastian yep. Stan as Bucky Barnes, and yeah, like Everyone. Kurt Russell even came back to do Ego. <laughs> I, that was surprising. I didn't think he'd yeah. but sure. No. Disney paid him enough. Same with all yeah. of these actors. Like, Lawrence Fishbur- Fishburne's comes back as Goliath. Like, that yep, was so yep, cool. Yep. We got to see him that in action. That was really cool. Um, yep. And everybody else, yeah. It's, <laughs> even Michael Douglas, who sounds like 700 years old, even though he's playing a younger Hank Pym. It's, t- ah, it's, <laughs> but it's fine. It still works because he's such a charming guy, especially in this. It yeah. makes me wish we got more of these characters in like the Ant-Man yeah. movies, especially Goliath and Hank Pym. But 
Ah, it's fine, because it's good in this. Um, because this was probably one of my favorites this season, just because, again, it was all new characters, or for the most part, new most characters. Most part of it, yeah. Um, having a cool adventure that was pretty much unlike anything we'd ever seen. I mean, we got Captain Carter back, who is a recurring character this season. She's our main focal point. Yes. Um, yeah, very much Haley Atwell was the front runner of yeah, um, which I am this show. <laughs> a oh, lot. Yeah. A Anything lot with Haley Atwell, yeah. I'm just like, I'm loving. <laughs> a lot of people were complaining about that. They, A lot of people oh, don't okay. like Peggy Carter. It is has become a huge thing. And I think wow. a lot of that is due to the, it's just focusing a lot on her. And then oh, it's yeah, not probably exploring a bit too much. any of the other elements. It's kind of everything around her yeah. for the most part, especially later into this episode, into the season. Yeah. I, well, that's... I really love her character, so I was fine with this. Yeah, well, that's very much the point of, um, yeah. I think, during the production of all this, um, this is what I said earlier, that they basically were starting to make a lot of the season two episodes were already like halfway through or yeah, almost yeah. done during season one. And I think they had like this entire story, which you do see with Hayley Atwell's um, Peggy Carter, Carter and yeah. stuff like that, Captain Carter, um, where they were like wanting to follow that through. So it'd be interesting to see with season three now yeah. what they do, because they definitely have to do a season three now. Oh, they've um, already announced. The response. They've, they've already yeah, seen yeah. a trailer. Yeah, the, like, there's already a <laughs> teaser trailer thing, like an entire clip. That's right. It came out like a week after the season came out. It's like, oh, his third season's coming soon. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, it's that okay, whole chase Marvel. sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, just give it to us now. <laughs> Keep going. It seems like it's going to be like a yearly thing. If we're going to get What If to go alongside all the MCU yeah. stuff, which is really cool. I'm all for it because I love them. Um, but yeah, so yeah, um, second season second season second episode not much really happens it's kind of just the avengers teaming up fighting uh ego that's yeah. that's about it well yeah well yeah. peter guardians and then too. basically peter's <laughs> yeah. just like i don't want to do this anymore yeah. father and then he they're basically fired up against ego yeah. and then chris hemsworth's there being thor as always and it's absolutely oh, amazing great. to see he's great this chris he's hemsworth great. is definitely it, thor for sure oh, yeah. this one felt <laughs> this a lot like so well. the original avengers thor too it was just so good yes was, yeah i love much it. more goofier and stuff oh, like that but not not goofy in a in a love and thunder way it was goofy and like yeah an yeah avengers. in a yeah so in like a better serious, way <laughs> but it's everyone else is like this guy's weirder but he's serious yep, it was yep, great yep. um so yeah, uh, should we go to the third episode? Yeah, third episode, which is what yeah. if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? That's because right. obviously what they did over, were releasing these episodes, they released them every single day yeah. um, for the like nine days around Christmas. And it was like mm -hmm. a present type thing. They were doing a whole promotion thing. Um, so obviously, yes, they had to have one Christmas themed episode. Um, <laughs> and I think it came out Christmas Day, this one, didn't it? Christmas Eve, so... Christmas it, Eve, um, yeah. Yeah, might it be Christmas Day for the US audience. The Christmas yep. Eve class. Which basically follows John Favreau's Happy Hogan character, and it basically is an alternate version of Die Hard, um, and yeah. also starring Justin Hammer, or Sam Rockwell, returning as Justin yep. Hammer uh, in this <laughs> one as well, which I absolutely loved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was it was yeah, pretty so basically, funny. It was, it was a pretty interesting yeah. episode because basically what the Avengers are all out doing things that Avengers do Christmas type thing stuff. on Christmas Eve. There's meant to be a party going down that mm -hmm. um Hogan's meant to be like obviously putting all together for the team and stuff like that until Justin Hammer comes along being just like, Ho ho ho, I'm here to take all of Stark's tech. 
in a yeah. tower. <laughs> it's die hard in the Avengers. It's die hard. It's basically it's die, hard. die hard. Um, it's and then hard. basically Hogan turns into his old, well, his weird version, an alternate version of the Hulk as well. Incredible, yeah, the gets, incredible bulk. The incredible, the incredible bulk. <laughs> yeah, that's that's he's canon now. The incredible bulk. It's can. <laughs> um, oh man this, and this yeah and just chaos chaos ensues wacky. it was a wacky episode it was wacky. I, I really liked it it was just die hard um it just kind of made fun of that that's all it did there was some cool action in it i really liked yeah. the, some of the fight scenes that's another thing is this season the it seems like the fight scenes have improved they're really good and they're really long we get some really long fight scenes um around oh, yeah. some pretty generic storytelling and dialogue but Everything else, it feels really good. I love just the animation style as well. So, the fact we got oh, a lot yeah. of- That's a very big thing yeah. with this show and why I fell in love with it. Because that's the thing. I never watched season one when it came mm-hmm. out. I only started watching season one when you said, oh, we might do this on the podcast. And then I was yep. like, oh, the season two is coming out. So I'll watch them at all the same time. So I watched them all within like a week of one another and stuff like that. <laughs> and yeah, the animation style, what they've done, I've actually mm. fallen in love with. Um, yes, I, I love, love it. it a lot. Like it's it's yeah. a really interesting, unique style, and I even watched like the documentary about making of season one as well, and the art style they chose. Yeah, that's it's good. basically like it's based upon like um, I forget the artist's name, but he used to do like uh, World War um to army propaganda like stuff and yeah, everything like that for yeah. America. Mm-hmm. Like the guy, you know, there's like the iconic one. There's like yeah. a female, and she has like the muscles woman. and stuff. Like mm-hmm. strong arm woman. Um, basically that guy, which they took the inspiration yeah. of. A lot of his stuff, um, and this is what the style they chose and and everything like that. Which I was like, "Oh, that's really nice," because I really like that art style as well. It looks Um, really good, so I can definitely see that influenced. Yeah, it feels like yeah, comic book come to life, and I love, I love it. I love that we're getting these extensions of the MCU because they're usually the more interesting parts of the MCU is all the new different stuff. Um, So yeah, yeah, we got a Christmas episode. With again everyone in it, um, and then we got episode four, which is what if Iron Man crashed into the Grand Master? And this episode was supposed to be first season, um, yeah, it just yeah, got yeah. cut due to it just not being finished. Um, and they even have to call it back at the start of this episode, being like, yes. "Hey, you know this technically happened before the story that we've already seen, but don't worry about it. It's fun." And then we're like, "Okay," and it was it was Death Race. But on Sakaar, it was yeah, yeah, on Sakaar, yeah, it was Death Race. Um, this was fun, which was pretty it. interesting. I liked it to see, yeah, because um, we got to see obviously, yeah, like a different take. Like, what if Tony Stark did go yeah. out into space after the Avengers attack and actually, like, what yeah, happened to right, him and, yeah. and stuff like that? Um, yeah, and basically, he's challenged the Grand Master to the uh, Grand Prix Demolition Derby yeah. type thing with like all occurring characters that were in Thor Ragnarok. Yep. all there um except yeah it's just tony stark being there and being his witty yeah. self and everything like that which is um yeah, kind of cool it was good it was really cool and we got like the best jeff goblin performance he was great in thor ragnarok and they let him shine even more in this episode he was my favorite part as always it's jeff goblin you can't hate the guy he's great and everything um yep yep but this also put a cool shine on tony stark there is a lot of like iron man comics where he gets sent away to some weird place and has to like build armor out of rocks and scraps or something and this happens in here and it's really cool to see i love that kind of storytelling um and then yeah it becomes a race thing and you know exactly what's going to happen in all of these you know exactly what's going to happen for the most part um until maybe like the season finales but even still it's 
it's predictable, but it's entertaining, I guess. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, it was it's fun. I guess the best way to describe this show is fun. Yeah, it's, it's just basically like fun, wacky alternative stories to the characters that we yeah. already know and love and everything like that. Yeah. But it's just like seeing them like, oh, they could have been like doing this instead of that and everything like that. And yeah. definitely this season, much more than the first one, they start to go more wacky with it towards the end of this season than they did with the first one. Like They started yeah, adding yeah, like yeah. new additional characters and stuff like that, even like this that. one as well. Um, yeah, it was it was just like an alternate take of because that's the thing everyone mm. loves Thor Ragnarok, and it was just like more yeah. of that world, more of Sakaar and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it was just yeah, like Jeff Goldblum being the Grandmaster again and seeing him as like an oozed version as well, where he's just <laughs> liquid chilling at the end. He's like, I'm loving this. Someone gonna get me a bucket. <laughs> Someone gonna get me a bucket. It feels really nice. And yeah, so it was kind of cool to see like um, yeah. Um, Tony Stark in his element, or out of his element, I suppose, but still like building stuff with alternate, I don't know, ways or alternate stuff he could find on the planet yeah. and trying to help out the people of Sakaar and stuff like that. So that's what Tony Stark is. He, he's a hero. He's Iron Man still at the end of the day. And he's like, I'll do whatever I can to like try and rescue these people. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, he just like builds a, a, literally a Formula One car. Oh, it's like a car that turns yeah. into a Formula One car that then turns into <laughs> it's his also armor. armor. It's, yeah. a, it's a whole thing, yeah. <laughs> it but that's the thing with like the animation yeah. style. Yeah, you could you can do a lot more with these episodes as well because that's the thing yeah. with animation. It lends itself to doing more wacky ideas, yeah. and I think that's the reason why they're able to get away with doing a lot more of these weird alternate stories for yeah, the yeah. show is because it's simply great. it is animated. So. I, I love that because, again, you don't need to pay the actors either as well. You don't need Robert Downey Jr. to come back as Iron Man. Um, because yeah. it's animated, people are okay with a different voice, and this voice Even actor's though, really good. <laughs> yeah, Mike Big Mick Wingert. Wingert. Mick he does a good job. He does a good yeah. job. No, yeah. he does a really good. But the thing is, I'm reading down here as well. Josh Brolin came back to do um, Thanos's voice. Did Thanos <laughs> say like, anything in this episode? I think he was just kind of there. I think there. he had one line. He had one yeah. line. I mean, I get it. I'm just like. Okay. <laughs> Dude was like, yeah, all right, I'll say a line. That'll be ten I'll million. I'll say a line. Thank you. <laughs> but, but yet, like RDJ or Chris Evans couldn't come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're both doing big things. And they have explicitly said that they have pretty much done with Marvel. I mean <laughs> like, True, true. That's probably a They made their thing. money. I'm sure they yeah. were asked. Like I guarantee probably. even season one, I bet they were asked if they wanted to voice characters and they probably were just like, nah. Nah, don't yeah, worry yeah. about it. Nah, but, I mean, nah. Well, I'm good. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so yeah, we got that one, and then the next one is what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? And this is a really cool one because this is kind of Winter Soldier again. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. With but it's also um, Black Widow. It's Black Widow and Winter Soldier combined, smashed together with Peggy Carter as the lead. Um, which turned out really really well so yeah basically this is like a kind of a tie-in to season one i suppose a bit more with peggy carter's it's the first um, sequel character the first sequel episode um following her continuation after she came back from the battle events of season one which was a whole end sequence to that um and yeah basically she yeah steve rogers is the winter soldier or what's he the iron iron um What's it called? Oh, I can't. It's it's the Hydra ancient, Stomper. It's yeah, the Hydra, Hydra Stomper. Stomper. That's right. That's it's in the it. Title. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. Um, yeah, so basically, yeah, he is the, this world's version of um, where yeah. instead of Bucky, Steve got held hostage by Hydra at some point yeah. after, mm-hmm. obviously, Peggy left after the war and stuff like that, going through dimensions and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. yeah, he basically got hypnotized and turned into the Hydra Stomper and working for Hydra and assassinating people and everything yeah. like that. And they're like, oh, we must find him. We must save him. And then they do all that whole thing. You've watched Winter Soldier. Everyone's watched Winter Soldier. <laughs> Go and watch that again yeah. if you don't understand the premise. Same, <laughs> Winter same, Soldier's same really sort good. of events. Um, same sort of yeah, events. The, the and then it's like, up. yeah. And it's really fun. And then they obviously, yeah, tied in Black Widow with it. And they had all the yep. Black Widow people in there yeah. as well. And, and, the, I, and, the, I, yeah. and the base. That's right. The floating base from Black Widow. I don't remember anything from that movie, so this was kind Neither of Neither do refresh. I. <laughs> so, I was like, all right, sure. But the fight scene that accompanied that whole section was really good um, against all the Black Widow agents and stuff. That was better than anything we got in the Black Widow movie. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of made me sad that we got that shitty movie and this animated show has nailed it. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's really bizarre. We got some really good Black Widow stuff in here. Um, it's not, uh, what's her name? Uh, why am I blanking? It's not Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, it's uh someone else, but yeah, it was good. I liked it. We got lots of good it Black good. Widow stuff in this. Um, yes, and, and then this ties in then into a later episode into this season because basically oh, at right. the end of it, um, Peggy yeah. gets swept away. To old Netherland. timey 1602. 1602, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll talk about that because that's episode eight. So oh, that's that's that's, that's later. <laughs> uh that's a long ways. But yes, Ooh. and this from here on this point onwards, so we get into episode six, which is what if Kahuri reshaped the world? Now, this that's was right. the first very different, their own original yeah, take on a on a on this world and a character as well. Um, which I kind of really like. This is where it was just like, ah, okay, this is where I'm starting to see uh, what the potential of this show um, could be and and very much on what they Mm -hmm. could do and everything like that. So, yes, basically a Mohawk woman ventures into the waters of the Forbidden Lake to help save her people. Um, So, yes, this is a take upon the times where um, Mohawk was still around and, and everything like that. And basically, mm-hmm. the Spaniards uh, were yeah, invading. The yeah, the Spanish. Conquistadors. Yeah, the Spanish. Yeah. Um, we're invading. And this is the, yeah, the first time we have an original character um, for the yeah. show as well that they've made up. Yeah, no, this I'm was pretty, pretty short. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's an entirely original character for What If. Yeah. Um, yep. And I, I think I kind of have mixed feelings because I, I really liked her. She was interesting, and I loved the whole, like, 15th century stuff. All of that was really cool and awesome oh, yeah, to see. yeah, yeah. But she felt a little one-sided and, <laughs> like, like a little... Oh, yeah, definitely OP as all too hell. powerful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, she's just... All of a sudden has all of the powers, and it felt like it was doing kind of the Avatar thing, where she gets swept away yes, to a magical yes. world and learns how to yada yada, and then she's immediately good at everything, and she can, like, jump really far and run insanely fast and, like, beat everyone up instantly. Um, So, <laughs> like, the episode itself was cool, but it felt like, okay, cool, she's got powers now, there's no threat, she wins, 
Like, yeah, cool. well, that's that's the thing. Um, I really feel like for this show, and this is why it was probably good that there was only like yeah, the twenty-four minute episode runtime yeah. for this one is because that's the thing. Like, if they did it as a full like a movie and everything like that, they would have to show like all the trials and tribulations that a hero goes through and stuff like that. Yeah, and where they were just trying to show this one original character, where they're probably just like, we've only got this character probably uh, for yeah. this season maybe we don't know so yeah. let's just like get as much out as there. we can of this one straight into it type yeah. thing and that's the thing and i kind of like the idea of what they did because yeah it was yeah. their first original story their first original character they did for the show and it was still set in the marvel universe and it was just like oh so this is what the potential of the show could be they could do more stuff like this and that's yeah. the thing you're saying earlier they could do more in later seasons about like the lesser known characters that we've seen mm-hmm. so far, or even just lesser known comic book, Marvel comic book characters yeah. that they don't want to put into live action films. Obviously, mm-hmm. like with all the upcoming stuff. I don't know what's going on with Deadpool 3. Apparently, everybody's in that bloody film. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'd be kind of like cool Moon to see Knight. like if they did more with Moon Knight or with, um, yeah. yeah, Werewolf by Night and all those like strange, interesting characters, even maybe int- introducing Blade into like one of these episodes would be they could, cool they could they could do all sorts of stuff like that i mean they've shown that they can do an original character they can bring someone that we haven't seen or don't and it doesn't even have to be like the actor they're going to use live action because it's multiverse stuff they can put a ghost yeah, rider yeah. in there that's not or whoever they're going to get cool. to play ghost rider you know they yeah. can have i uh, god knows a second like doctor strange movie sort of thing yeah. you know throw someone in there that we don't know or won't see who else could they they could do spider-man and it's just a completely different story like yeah they yeah. can get so wacky with why this. not how the duck episode they basically did that <laughs> just kind of yep. side character but it's like we give him a whole episode something like that who knows it, they there's a yeah. lot of potential and the yeah that's probably my favorite part of this episode is that it opens the door for new stuff like making a new yeah. character in the marvel comics world like a world with billions and billions of named characters with every kind of power you can imagine and coming up with something new that's a pretty yep. impressive feat in of itself and also like a character that's likable <laughs> yes. like is fun yeah, to watch yeah. is it's, it's impressive um but i wish we got a little bit more with her maybe some more i don't know conflict or like have something else happen because she kind of just won once she got yeah powers. well that's the thing it's very much like i got the powers i am immortal now um that's true very much and like Captain, Captain Marvel-esque, <laughs> shall I say. <laughs> yeah, but no, it, like, if, maybe if they had one of the bad guys in it gain powers as well or something, even something simple and generic like that, it just, we need something to heighten the stakes a little towards the end. Yeah. But yeah. Um, this episode does end on another little tease, high note, tease for the later episodes, as uh, Benedict Cumberbatch shows up as Doctor Strange Supreme, um, just shows up and he's like, hey, Kahori, I need your help. Or something and yes how it ends. i need your and help like, and then this cuts like oh what's going on okay. now because i okay season one the best episode of that season is the doctor strange one the what if doctor strange oh, lost yeah. his heart that should have been hand. doctor strange um two the movie should have just been that episode yeah because that episode was insane and that was 30 minutes and that is some of yeah. the greatest storytelling that we've ever seen in marvel like that is the best yep. written episode of the entire show so yep. I was very excited to see any Strange Supreme because he's such a cool, unique character. And he's still so different from our Doctor Strange um, that he's like its own character, but even though he's kind of the same, 
it's, oh, it's yeah. kind of hard to explain, but yeah, he feels definitely different and unique. And I love that it does that. It sets aside characters like that, like Peggy Carter compared to Captain America. They're very different, even though they're kind of the same person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, okay, so then the next episode, episode seven. What if Hela found the Ten Rings? Give us the rundown on That's that. That's right. This yeah, so one. basically Hela is stripped away of her powers and banished to Earth. And then oh, comes no, a new across no. a new source of power, which is the Ten Rings. Um, so yeah, this is basically pre-Thor, pre-Loki, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, where yeah, Hela was still around, and then Odin was just like, "No, I I don't want to do violence anymore." Then she obviously, instead of getting shipped to hell, she just gets kicked to Earth, and where she has yeah. to kind of it's basically the original Thor film, but with Hela. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's set during the time where like the Ten Rings were found and, and stuff like yeah. that. Like, and then it's turns into Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah. It's Shang-Chi in the first Thor movie combined. And I feel like that's yeah. common with a lot of these, is they're just kind of smacking two Marvel movies together. Um yeah. for the most yeah. part. You can kind of go, it's this and this, and bang, and it, that's your episode. Which is cool. I liked it. Um I they really did like um Hella in this. And also Wenwu. I feel like those two was a, a cool combination, but then I still felt like the episode fell flat at the end, even though we got yeah, a really yeah. cool fight scene with Odin. We've never seen Odin fight. Um, no, that's right. And he used like his spear cool. thing and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I really like that. <laughs> I do like that. And I like the whole Norse mythology side of it, combined with the Ten yeah. Rings thing. Um, it's always cool. There's some cool cultural elements to it that I really enjoy in the movies that's yeah part yeah. of the reason why i like shang chi so much is just because it was cool it was different we got to see this other side of the world really um and we got to see that again here and with some cool performances uh some cool fight scenes and then yeah. uh, and and then the ending that was meh but <laughs> well that's it we just got to see more of um hella's character as well and like obviously kate blanchett came back and voiced her again which was yeah. something i was kind of disappointed with thor ragnarok a bit was that we yeah. didn't get a lot of screen time yeah. with her, where she That's was true. meant to be this build-up of this big badass character, and she is Thor's and Loki's sister that they never got told about and stuff like that. And that was, like, never really touched upon in that movie. That was, like, really? the one big thing. Um, But it was just kind of, like, cool to see her come back and have a bit more story time with her about this character. Because we even saw, like, younger versions of Hela and stuff like yeah, that, and how she yeah. was raised and everything like that. And it's just kind of like, yeah, this alternate take of where mm-hmm. there was no Thor around, and it was basically just, just Hela and, and stuff like that. And it would have been, like, kind of... Well, it was really cool to see, like, um, her, like, as a character, and, like, growing and, and stuff like that, and just seeing more of her in this episode. And also, we had Idris Elba come back to voice Heimdall, Heimdall yeah, as well. his two lines or whatever that he had in this yeah, episode. Yeah, <laughs> Which is it's cool. I love that. Um... But yeah, this episode was pretty eh. It was alright. It was yeah. enjoyable, fun. I watched it and was like, all right, what's happening next? And I'm glad. It's like Chris- Kate Blanchett. Yeah, why not? <laughs> sure, it's fun. I fighting scenes was cool. Um Episode eight. This is where Okay, so episode eight is my favorite episode of the season. Um this is yes. what if the Avengers yep. assembled yep. in sixteen oh two. Um yep. because it was the most different episode. It went entirely different with just about every character except for like a couple main ones that stayed pretty much how they are 
it, yep. it got so wacky and I loved it. Where um, everyone sh- speaks like Shakespeare. And they're like, ha, oh, yes, thou not <laughs> thee die before my hand, good yeah. sir. This also had the biggest cast. This has everyone. Samuel L. Jackson's had back. Everyone. In it. Elizabeth Olsen, Hemsworth is back. Tom Hiddleston, Mark Ruffalo, yep. John Favreau. Yeah, Mick Wingard as Tony Stark, and then Josh Keaton as Steve Rogers. But then everyone else, Paul Rudd's back, uh, Sebastian Stan, Benedict Cumberbatch. It, it was great. Um, so basically, yeah. Yeah. With this is where Peggy Carter ended up a couple episodes prior. Uh, it's Yeah, it's medieval times, but with Marvel characters kind of just yes. running around. Um, so basically, get- was it Wanda is, well, Wanda Merlin, as she's referred to oh, as back in 1602. Yeah. She was sure. basically summoning. She summoned in um, Peggy Carter from the yeah, future right. to hopefully fix all these time rifts and what's going on and all this stuff. Yeah. And then they like turned around and being like, "Well, it's actually not her type thing." And then Hella gets swept away on one of these time rifts. So then Thor takes That's over, right, yeah. and then basically, "You killed my sister." He was like, "I didn't have anything to do with it." So then she's on the run. Yep, and then it right. turns into like a bit of like Robin Hood esque, where she comes oh, along, yeah. 1602 version of Steve Rogers, um, Ant Man, and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these merry there. men. Bucky's oh, there. They live in a little really treehouse. It was the whole Robin Hood thing, and I I loved it. Yeah, that was my yeah, favorite yeah. part. Is that whole element? I wanted to see more of them going around robbing like John Favreau, who's basically oh, the yeah. sheriff. And he also has these incredible bulk powers as well in this one. Yep, sure. yep. So I guess he just And then, you know, Tony Stark's there being an inventor as well, which was kind of, like, cool. Because he's, um, he's obviously still very much an inventor doing stuff in that timeline oh, yeah. of things and seeing what he can make up and, of things. Even though it, it would have been kind of cool to see, like, a 1602 version of, like, the Iron Man armor. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a little bit too much, considering, again, it's a short episode. If these were hour-long episodes i feel like they'd be a billion times better oh yeah but, but i mean obviously do we a have lot to wait twice as long for an episode yeah, to come yeah. out. but it would have been insane um but i i want to notice um did you did you get teased at all when they um tried to announce a certain character when bruce banner showed up when they, they said a line they're like oh you're gonna go find the man in the metal mask Dude, were you thinking uh... what i was thinking I thought that they well, were going to do I something thought, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were going to honestly put, um, yeah, Doom. I thought when they when they said that, I was like, hey, 1602, wait a minute, where's, where's Doom? Where's Doom? <laughs> they, they we got an incredibly cool Hulk performance because it turns out it's just Bruce Banner. Yeah. But yep. I, was, I was like genuinely going to be impressed with Marvel for a second. I was like, oh yep. my God, yep. what if he's actually doing something cool? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. That's cool. Yep. The Hulk's cool, I guess. I like seeing Angry Hulk, but yeah, mm. yeah. Was, but still, I was, I, I, I was honestly like waiting. I was like, "Is this how they're gonna introduce Doom?" I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> they don't and like no word prior at all. He just shows up. Like that's very on brand for Doom. That's how you do. Well, that's Doom. the thing because Doom is very much like this era as well. Like how he's like sorcery works oh, and man. stuff like that, and the way he dresses and the way he speaks a lot in the comics is very much like this this type of era and it would have been like perfect to have like him yeah. as a character in this episode I reckon. It. It, it would have they been really have. cool he could have filled the iron man role in this um you yeah. know as the yeah. like i can send everyone back sort of thing and yeah. that that would be an, an insane way to introduce doom 
get everyone hyped and then have no repercussions to any other side of the MCU at all, right? It doesn't even have to yeah. be the doom that they use. Like we said, yeah. it can be a completely different character, different voice actor. Don't even have to show his face. He's wearing a mask. Like, yep, yep. It could have been amazing, but you fell it was short. Was a perfect and opportunity. I was yeah. So disappointed. Even though this episode was my favorite from the season, I it still left me a little disappointed. And I think that's the common denominator between these: is they're great, but they're a little disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, they just yeah get a little bit lackluster towards the ends on how I think pans yeah. out and stuff like that. And then it's the old like same old Marvel thing is where it just teases on to like something Don't else and the then something else yeah. and then something else, and it's just like, all right, we get it. We get it, but also do the cool shit now, not later. Yeah, bring me doom. Yeah, I don't know. That's okay. Um, because that leads into the season finale. Because at the end of that one, uh, Doctor Strange shows up again. And he's yep. like, hey, Peggy Carter, I also need your help. And you're like, oh, what's going on? Putting a team together, what's going on? And then the episode ends. And we go to the next one. Because it's so good. Yeah, that, that's, give, that's, give us that's literally it. Yeah, so next. Stephen Strange, who's basically in the what if, he's the Sorceress Supreme. Um, or the, the what's, what's he called again? The Dark? Uh, it's just Doctor Strange Supreme. Strange Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. Strange, strange supreme. supreme sounds like a strange pizza order um <laughs> so yeah basically he, he asks supreme. yeah <laughs> strange supreme. it just comes with like benedict cumberbatch like face like mushrooms and stuff that is strange <laughs> that, that is strange <laughs> oh that'd be great um but yeah basically he asked beggy carter to help him stop kahori um from the late That's episode right, going on yeah. a rampage that destroyed her home and threatens the multiverse. Yada, Peggy agrees, despite the warning from the Watcher, and for her not to intervene with it all. But she goes ahead, basically finds Kahori in her own timeline. They both get courted, and then it turns out um, Supreme Strange is just like, hey, I'm still evil. Remember that. And I'm trying to save my oh, world yeah, and bring yeah. my, my versions of all my worlds back. And he's like, I'm using a giant human-sized god blender thing to put everyone in to get yeah. all their powers. So I can, um, like, yeah, the Forge, that's right. That's what they were calling it. And then, yeah, yeah it turns into, like, this massive showdown against Captain Carter and um, Kahori yeah. up against um, Supreme Strange. Strange. Doctor this Strange. And it was pretty cool. cool. It was, it was kind of cool. Was... Like, Captain Carter got Hela's um, helmet and all the that's right. Infinity okay. um, stones. That was a little thing. stupid. That was very that was. stupid. Um, because, okay, so everyone that's getting turned into this weird meat blender, like it's a Pink Floyd music video, it, they're just falling from the sky. <laughs> half of the characters that are falling can fly, half of them have yeah. ranged weapons, half of them can throw shit, they, they're not doing anything. They managed to yeah. throw their weapons to Peggy Carter, even though they're going to die without it, even instead of helping. Hella could yeah. have been like, haha, knives throw at you or you know they could the, the writing for this finale was oh my god it was a it was a little bit bad i will say yeah yeah but the action and the animation we got was so cool that i'm i'm kind of willing to forgive it because it's a 20 minute fight scene and it was good <laughs> even though oh yeah well that's the thing we got to see um the like fortress where strange is and then all these other yeah. characters and stuff like that we had the marvel zombies return at some point as well yeah, which is getting right. its own dedicated animated show which is still coming at out this point. year uh at apparently. some point this year i haven't apparently. heard anything i haven't heard anything but i have no um 
yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, and then it was just like every other character, they were just like jam them all in there type thing, put them Whoa. all in the blender. Yeah, and but they didn't get too wacky with it again. It it was jam every no. character, but it's only ones we've seen before, and it's like ah, oh, come on, like throw yeah. some weird ones in there. Show Ghost Rider in there. <laughs> yeah, have like I don't know, just throw like I don't know, Green Goblin or something wacky into the into a yeah, fight. Yeah, just people we need just it it played it safe for a finale considering the first season was so insane because it brought everything together uh, for the finale including the zombies and stuff which was all fresh and then it's just kind of doing that again here but not as impactful because it doesn't feel like it's a multiversal threat sort of thing it's just i'm dr strange i want to bring my world back i'm killing all these people okay We'll stop and then you. basically, the, the the end result of that is that it, it did work, but he then sacrificed himself, yeah. which then he bring the world back, but then he wasn't born in his world, so no one will know who he was or, and, and he stuff was kind like of that. being controlled by the demons inside of him sort of thing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was a whole And then thing. that just gets, and it gets rid of, well, they killed off Supreme Strange, which yeah, kind of disappointed they, me a bit because I was they, hoping whenever they do the next... um actual Doctor Strange film, that should have been the villain. <laughs> yeah. He should have been the villain of Multiverse of Madness, or even just shown up. They had yeah. evil strangers in that movie, but not that one. And I've, <laughs> Not that one. Not the but, cool one. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. and it's because he's my favorite character of season one, and they kind of did him a little dirty here. Even though he yeah. did have that cool ending sort of moment where he brings back his world, even though he dies and sacrifices himself to do it in a weird way. Yeah. It yeah. feels like there's a better ways to do this. Your whole kind of first season thing was coming to terms with that you can't save everyone, and now yeah. you're doing it again. It felt yeah, it very, very much, much like, a repeat. Yeah. yeah. So it's that just was like we had growth with this character. Now it's just mm. like that's gone out the window. It's like what happened? Yeah, but then it's like he's being controlled by weird demon dudes inside of him. So it's like okay, but then it's. Meh. Uh, yeah. At least the fight. And then it ties cool. in as well at the end the Watcher and Peggy Carter are looking upon all the oh, alternate right. what if they're universes and stuff now. like that. Yeah. They're best friends now. They're going to go on pretty adventures weird. together. Yeah, it feels very Doctor Who ending. It's like, I can show you the world. And she's like, all right, let's go. I, guess I, I can, can take show a you the world like, on the okay. back of the magic carpet. The Watcher and Peggy Carter going yeah. around different worlds? Or are we going to, I don't know. It's, it feels like what so, do they do now? Just what, what do they, they do now? I don't know. I I think what? Okay, should we talk about what we what they should do? Yeah, what do you think yeah, they yeah. should do for a third season or onwards? Ooh. Well, here's the thing, because we've already know one episode what's coming in season yep. three because yep. they already teased it, which is Bucky basically um, Bucky and Red Guardian um, on a road trip together in the 80s on a road trip. <laughs> yeah. Which seems interesting. I'm like, sure, why not? I like, I like where that's kind of heading. Uh, is it going to be like a road trip type movie? It's like that would be pretty cool. Fear and loathing, um, in Vegas, but with like <laughs> that would be honestly the best episode ever. I would love that. that. Would be great. Um, but yeah, I would like them to go more wacky with it all. You know, like yeah, not yeah. focus. I get yeah what people are saying. Like not focus on one specific character like they're yeah. doing with peggy and stuff like that yeah. but bring it more to be like we have this plethora of marvel characters in our comics and stuff like that they'll probably never get a chance to get their time on screen yeah. in big films and stuff like that it's just like 
get more of those characters involved in everything mm-hmm. in the show. Like you said, get Howard the Duck, get his own episode, yeah. something something like that and everything like that, or even yep. Silver Surfer and, and oh, stuff like that, oh, get on the more cosmic Surfer side of things. Would be amazing. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, have you read, like, the original few runs of Silver Surfer where it's just him flying around? I've read around? a couple of, like, Jack Kirby oh, yeah. ones. Yeah, some of those original uh, adore Jack Kirby. Yeah. He, it's just him like flying around like contemplating the universe. Something yeah, like that yeah. would make a really great half an hour episode of What If. Even without yeah. like without Galactus and that, it's just Silver Surfer going around as yeah. the Herald being well, like. Well that's what is the, the thing as well. There is another one. Um Ooh. even with even though they absolutely use Groot so much for everything else and Groot has his yeah. own little show. But there is an actual comic book called I Am Groot. Um, that is a little like it, they could just do this in 30 minutes where it's literally Groot. He's not with Rocket at all, but he's like fully yeah. adult Groot. So he's a grown Groot where he oh, gets yeah. lost. Well, Ro- Rocket gets taken away and then Groot has to find him. And it's his own adventure because obviously no one speaks Groot. And then he just yeah. goes around finding all these strange, interesting people that he meets across the universe. And so he comes along the Silver Surfer really at one cool. point and has a conversation yeah. with Silver Surfer. And it was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing, especially if they could they tie those two episodes together, like they yeah, do yeah. the Groot one and the Silver Surfer one, and both of them kind of interact it's only in like, their episodes. I think the comic itself it's only like thirty pages, like thirty, yeah. thirty-five. It's one a issue, very sh- yeah. like one issue type thing wow. they did for him. So uh, cool. I was like, this is like that's perfect comic book material for a show like this. Yeah, yeah stuff like that is perfect. I mean, you look at yeah. Every single hero has that. Spider-Man has some really good stories where he's not even Spider-Man that are really like one-issue yeah. short things. There's a, a really good one they did for free comic book day where it's just him going on like a date with Mary Jane or something. And it's it's really interesting. He's just talking about how Spider-Man's affecting his life sort of thing. And it's perfect for an episode like that. Same with the yeah. Silver Surfer yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, I okay. So I what I would like of a third season or onwards is I want less of an overarching story like they've done these past seasons, and I want more individual episodes that don't connect. Um, yeah. Or at least for the most part don't connect. You can have one or two that connect, or you can bring characters back. Do a third Peggy Carter episode in whatever, season four. Have, like, another sequel to that that does kind of the Civil War story. Something like that would be awesome. Uh, but I don't want more of the I'm the Watcher, you guys have to save the universe thing every season. I feel like that's boring now because the first season yeah. did it really good and the second season was meh in terms of that so i, I want more yeah, they gotta keep repeating the same thing or, yeah. or episodes that tie in like a groot and a silver surfer one like you said though they those yeah. two tie in bang there's two episodes that connect there you go <laughs> that's perfect um yep. something like yep. that is amazing uh you could do i don't know the fantastic four give me new characters the x-men hopefully with deadpool coming out that means x-men are open for what if i hope oh yeah i hope well that's the thing because the x-men are getting their own animated show remember they get in the 97 that's a continuation of an old one so i feel like that's a bit it it might be a continuation into like the deadpool 3 universe yeah that's true and i guess yeah that's that's a very big thing (laughs) you now Technically, that yep. is a what if show. <laughs> that what is a what if show. Yeah. So I guess they could do something like that. I mean, why not? They could do some crazy shit. They yeah, wacky with the, it, and then you got, you gotta <laughs> have. I can only think now though, if they ever do like X Men and oh. they bring Deadpool into it, he's gonna be like a the watch. He's just like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <A Deadpool laughs> he's gonna get so full for amazing. 
they basically should do Deadpool kills the Marvel the MCU in a what if episode. No, what if. <laughs> They could, or they could just do something silly with Deadpool. Like, just what if Deadpool yeah. ran into the Watcher and it's just them, like, arguing yeah, yeah. now. Well, that, that is literally, like, a whole bunch or um, mostly of Deadpool comics, and that's the thing. Most of his comics are very much like these little short story things. Yeah. Like, oh, what if he came across Thanos and stuff like that? Yeah. And, like, he gets into a fight with Thanos over um death because since in that's the comics right, Deadpool loves with death it, yeah. and everything like that, they both love death. And it's just like, yeah, you could do, like, these... Yeah. Fun, wacky little story things, and I right. think it'll be another cool thing to do. Like the whole Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, which is like it would one be of really cool. Comics. It, it would be really cool to see like it a thirty-minute take on that. It would, but I don't know. I feel like they're playing it too safe. Even though they they can get so wacky, and the possibilities are endless. Uh, it's what if you know you could do. It is what anything. if you can bring in spiders. Endless man. possibilities. Literally, bring a man spider. Oh, God. <laughs> that was one. Yeah. <laughs> that would be horrifying. All right. Well, should we final thoughts, ratings, yada, yada, what if season two? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you want to go first or you want me to go first? What's uh, what? You can go first. Why don't you kick I'll it off, I'll go Barry? first. So, yes, I did very much enjoy the show. And that's the thing. I watched both seasons over the arc of one week. And it was kind of, like, really cool to get into this world again of, like, all these characters, and I absolutely adore the art style so much. I love the it's art style to the show. I'm just like, it is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see more stuff like this. Um, but yeah, for season two, there was a lot of elements to it compared to season one that was just kind of like, wasn't really there for me. It was just like fun, gimmicky things and seeing what they, yeah. what they yeah. potential, what they could do and everything like that. And yeah, the stories weren't as good as season one, like you were saying and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of all, it was still a fun time to watch all these characters, but I feel very much like season one and season two, they were all really tied into one another because a lot of them were like in the production during season yeah, one. Yeah. And then I it'll be interesting to see what happens in season three and everything like yeah. that. Uh, I really did love the first episode of this season though, the Nova Core episode with Nebula, just because oh, yeah. I'm a massive Blade Runner fan. I knew you know like that. It. Yeah. So it's that's what you got me to hook to watch season two, <laughs> was just like, it's basically Blade Runner. I was like, it's I Blade literally, Run. when you messaged me that, within five minutes, <laughs> I sat down and watched that episode. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh my God. That I, is how I, much yeah. of a diehard Blade Runner fan I am. I knew, because as soon as I saw that it was doing the Blade Runner thing, I'm like, okay, Barry's going to watch it. I got to let him know yeah, that yeah, it's Blade yeah, Runner yeah. now. It's really funny. Um, <laughs> it's really funny. And oh, that's the thing. I did like the introduction to Kahori's character and the potential yeah. of what they can do with this show and everything like that. And yeah, the episode of them going back to 1602, and everything, really that cool. was really cool to see and stuff like that. Um, so overall, I'm going to give this show a rating of 7 out of 10. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I am going to give the show a six out of ten. It, it, it definitely fell a little bit short in quite a few areas, mostly storytelling. Um, it was very generic. You, there was no twists, no turns. You knew what was going to happen, start to finish. Um, as soon as a character was introduced, you knew where it was going. But you got some really cool action. The animation's really cool. It's good to see these characters again, um, especially the what ify ones like Peggy Carter and Strange Supreme. They're really cool. Kehori's definitely yep. got some, I don't like. There's there's something there that could make her really interesting. There's, but potential, there's potential to make her there really interesting and stuff like that. It'd be yeah. interesting to see what they do in season three if they continue her character, yeah. if they make her into live action. I don't know. I don't know. But it was just kind of cool. This the idea of that episode was just like 
a new original character no one's heard yeah. of before. We're doing our own thing. New and it was story. just like, well, if, no they, if, if they're doing that, if they're yeah. doing that, no cameos or anything like that until right at the end. I was like, that, yeah. that's what they can Episode do time. for like for future seasons and stuff yeah. like that. That's what they can. <laughs> they can. And I feel like maybe that was testing the waters a little bit to see like, what can we get away with? Maybe we can do different things. I yeah. hope. And it's not just like, hey, let's continue these characters now. Uh, Kehori's going to get 30 episodes in the next season. It's like, oh, cool. That's another thing. Yeah, don't overdo it, which I know Disney and Marvel, they absolutely oh, love to do will. at the moment. Gonna, and Marvel is just an absolute mess of things more um, at the moment because I'm surprised you didn't say this with your news today. We're still not sure what's happening with the whole MCU side of things at the moment. No. Are they going to recast Kang or are they just going to find someone else? Apparently they're recasting. There has been... A few oh, things know. let out, um, but it's just no, like man. I don't know. It, it's a it's a whole. Nother this bag. is why that's, I'm that's putting why all, all my money. All my money is going to James Gunn right now. Yeah. I'm just like James Gunn. Give me well, a phone call. I will happily write for you. I would do anything for you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, next week we get Echo. We get Echo in two days' time. All five episodes of that show, uh, the newest MCU thing, and that looks good. Yes, like that looks it does really look good. good. Uh, Wilson yeah. Fisk and Daredevil of prominent. Well, this is the first featured. show. This is the first Marvel MCU show that is going to be MA15. Because yeah. basically, for the rest of this year, all their stuff, all their big stuff is kind of yeah. like, well, there, well there's no, only one it, Marvel it film coming out this year. There is only one Marvel film coming out this year, and it's R rated. <laughs> so that'll be MA for us. And then, yeah, we get Echo, which is MA. And if we get um, Zombies, was supposed to be MA as well. So, yep. Yep. It, yep. It's only it's looking be to be a, a very MA. dark year for Marvel this year. And hopefully it turns out if. well. Yeah, unless we get another season of What If, it's going to be all uh, MA stuff. Yeah. But I doubt it, especially if we're doing Zombies. It depends on when, yeah, Marvel Zombies comes out, if that's oh, still no. a thing. So. Not sure. And there also might be other shows that we're forgetting, but it, I, be, it's been a be. huge delayed bag. So we don't know. Oh, I think we get X Men yes. ninety seven this year. Yes, that's meant to be coming out this year. That'll be peak D, so <laughs> that's yep. okay. We'll um, see what happens. Who knows? We'll uh, we'll also see you next time. Let's let's end it oh, there. Oh yes, bye -bye. it's that time. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for coming out, everyone. Uh, thanks for checking out the brand new season of We Talk Film. You know, we've got new overlay, new us, new brand new season. So let us know down in the comments and what you want to see this season. Any ideas on what you'd like to see? Coming forwards, videos, a whole we don't know. 50, we have no idea how many weeks doing. in a year? Way too many. many weeks in a year. Whole new season. Yeah. All right, we'll see you later. Bye-bye now. We need a new theme song, though. <laughs> we got the same ass one.